Welcome to the PCV podcast. Thank you. Thanks for meeting up with me. Well, Matt, I think everybody in the stage is excited to get to know you a little bit better. Well, so <laughs> I think so. I think a lot of people <laughs> think that. Um, what would you say is the the gist of your life story thus far, just to get us rolling? Alrighty. Well, I grew up in a small town called Carthage, Missouri southwest part of Missouri where Kansas meets Oklahoma meets Arkansas meets Missouri just focused on grades and sports growing up didn't really think much about the rest of the world until I started getting into later later years of high school thought about studying abroad and then after high school it was pretty much the opposite I started learning just for myself not for grades and uh, traveling as much as I could about it what would you say was it that led you to make that shift? Was it just like finishing up high school and being like, no, there was a close? There's a specific moment. Uh, I was in a class and a student was giving a presentation about his year in Japan, studying uh, studying abroad with AFS. And uh, it's a well, it's originally called American Field Service. It was a World War One ambulance uh, service in uh, France. Oh, wow. But uh, after the war, they slowly turned into an international exchange organization to prevent world wars from occurring. Okay. Uh, yeah, and he uh, he studied abroad, and it just opened my mind up and me think about the rest of the world. Uh, just wanted to learn after that. I got to study in Russia for a summer and for chi- in China for a year, and now I'm here. Studied international international studies at the university. And now, uh, every day, I just try to learn something new just for myself. So you did Russia and China, you said, in between high school and college? Or was that during college? Uh, Russia was in between, and China was during college. Wow. What, uh, any big takeaways or things from each of those experiences that kind of changed you or shaped you, led you here? Well, I would say that... Speaking of changing or shaping, it seems like every year if I look back, I'm a different person. I'm developing, and I just feel like I'm changing. Like, I know I would react to things differently, Mm. you know, two years from now, five years from now. But things that I learned from the situations probably are just that uh, everyone everyone exists differently. there are so many different ways people live around the world. Different, you know, economic situations and like cultural differences. It's, I know that seems pretty obvious, but when you see it, uh, it's different than watching it obviously on a movie or something. Mm. Yeah, experiencing it is very different than reading about it or <laughs> especially like someone else. Living with host families. Mm. That's a big one. Okay. What uh, what would you say then your host family experience here in Morocco was like? I had two. Uh, one was in a city called Tiflis, and another one, the other one was in Agure. Uh, the one in Tiflis, I got to see how people like Dreri, people in their 20s live. So like we would walk on the street pretty much every day, me and this group of, you know, lower 20s. Uh, until like 11 or 12 and then we'd go home and eat 
So I got to see that life. And then pretty much going to Agora was the opposite because it was a family with two mothers, no fathers, um, and just little kids living there. So it was more of the like protective mm. <laughs> situation. Two mothers? Is that like a yeah. mom and a grandma? Or? Uh, a mom and her aunt. And both of their uh, uh, husbands died. They have family uh, out in the, uh, you know, in the countryside who farm and they send home the money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Shifting gears a little bit, um, what would you say is one piece of media that you've most often gifted to other people? Well, if we're going to use the word gift loosely, I would say like I've suggested podcasts a lot, like uh, Stuff You Miss in History Class, How Stuff Works. Those are really interesting podcasts for me. Of course, Hardcore History. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think we all heard about that one from Steve. What's something like a, a selling point you would say for each of those two podcasts, How Stuff Works and Stuff You Missed in History Class? Okay, How Stuff Works, uh, they, they take like 45 minutes to talk about things that, uh, you know, you get used to, like really everyday things mm. that uh, you don't think about. Like, uh, <laughs> this is weird. Recently, I listened to a uh, podcast called Why Do Men Have Nipples? Uh, <laughs> and they'll talk for like 45 minutes about it. Okay. Uh, anything scientific, historic, uh, some famous person in history that you don't hear about much. Uh, things like that. Just anything that you, you know, you can examine on a deeper level that you, you know, you kind of take for granted. Okay. And what about the other one? About the other one? Class? Stuff you missed in history class. That one... It's similar. It goes over topics in history that uh, people generally never talk about. At least in the United States, uh, you know, education system. Okay. What's a, what's a good example of a podcast from that set that you really liked? Um, like, for example, I'm sure you've heard of Ethan Allen. Not not the person, but the, the like, uh, I don't know, like furniture company, Ethan Allen. Okay. Um, Maybe the listeners have heard of maybe. it. Maybe, yeah. Uh, well, he's a famous um, leader in the Revolutionary War, and so they talk about it because usually people think of this brand. Oh, okay. And so they'll <laughs> pretty much anything that you know people overlook, they're going to go over in the history. Uh, nice history lessons. Ethan Allen. Okay. Yeah. He was the you know Fort Ticonderoga. You heard yeah. about that? Okay. He was the guy who took over the fort with uh, Benedict Arnold. Wow. But uh, he pretty much just knocked on the door and he's like, guys, come out. He didn't really have to fight. He just had to knock and say, oh, there's plenty of us and like not very many of you. So they just mm -hmm. immediately surrendered. Okay. <laughs> not really a battle. They just knocked and said, uh, we're here. Okay. In the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what would you say are three words that, that your fellow PCDs would use to describe you? Mm. Uh, during all of the hubs, I didn't really talk to many people. I had my group of friends, so maybe the first thing they would say is, Who's that? Or, Which Matt is that? Okay, yeah. there are three of us. I'm there talking are. to a Matt right now. There and are. And I am a Matt, for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't even say Matt R, because we've got two of those. Yeah. So you have to be Matt Roy. 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 I'm Matt Roy. Usually people say my full name. Um, second one is relaxed. Try not to let anything get to me. Mm. Go with the flow. 
you know. Uh, and I would hope people would say nice. Try not to rub people the wrong way. Try to be approachable. Yeah. Yeah. Don't force myself in anything, though. Mm. Those are all good qualities. Do you think uh, the Moroccans in your sight would describe you similarly? Or would there be a different set of words they might use? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, they would probably describe me as relaxed. Maybe too relaxed. <laughs> too relaxed yeah, for Moroccan. Too, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, maybe that's just me then thinking. I'm just being Moroccan then. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, what else? Maybe not friendly enough though, because mm. I'm American, and I'm in a rural site, and you know how it is. You know, you you approach people and you talk to them for you know you have to talk to them for like thirty minutes or something. And I, in general, I'm more used to, uh, well, I wouldn't say used to, but I prefer, like, big city, you know, just look down, keep walking. Mm. But uh, I try to adjust, try my best. Um, I hear you. Probably funny, because I try to make jokes a lot. Is that hard sometimes to translate humor, either American humor to Moroccan humor or English humor to... Oh, it's not my humor. Oh. When I'm talking to them. No, no. Okay. I'm trying to do like slapstick type things. Ah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do think sometimes that's the, the universal version of comedy. People are people. Yeah. <laughs> if traveling has taught us anything, I think that's, that's a good takeaway from it. Oh, I watched a documentary similar to that. It was in Papua New Guinea, and uh, these people met some guys in a tribe, and at the end of it, this guy was telling his life story or something, and it was really short. All he said was, I came from the mountain. I came from my mother alone, not like the pigs. That's how he said it, because pigs, you know, they're in groups when they're babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he said, I'm going to go back to the mountain and I'm going to die. And that's my life story. And that was uh, kind of profound because, I mean, that's similar to all of us. And uh, he, uh, in a way, understands things a lot more. You know, we we think small things are really important, uh, but a lot of times it's not so. But uh, what was really interesting when he he said, uh, "I came from my mother alone, not like the pigs." So he's really trying to say, "I'm just like you guys, mm. even though I look different, hmm. or you look different." Yeah, it was his way of saying it. I like that. All right, next question. Uh, who do you look up to in Peace Corps, and, and why? Well, one of my best friends in Peace Corps. He's the other man. The other other man. Whichever <laughs> the one. Other <laughs> Matt Rogers. Matt Mr. Rogers, Rogers. yeah. He was in my CBT. And I look up to him because he always keeps himself busy. He's highly motivated. Mm. And also, it's really hot out there. And he survives. And uh, I don't know what it is with me, but it's really difficult for me to do with the heat. Mm. And But he does it every day. And I'm, actually, a lot of the people in the South I look up to. <laughs> yeah. We're up here fairly close to Meknes. Mm-hmm. This is like the Middle Atlas, technically. And uh, yeah, we definitely aren't getting the same heat that people down South are yeah. getting. Here's to you, South people. I respect you. Thank you for doing what you do. <laughs> nice. 
right. Well, I guess to slowly start to wrap things up and take you home, uh, what do people never ask you that you wish that they did? Usually there is something I'm thinking about, some sort of dialogue in my mind, examining some random, something really useless, but I'm examining it so intricately. And my best friends know that, because I'll just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about really useless things, but I want to get to the bottom of it. So pretty much, what are you thinking about? Because if anyone asks me what are you thinking about, I will start talking about whatever it is in my mind and I can just, just keep talking about it. Anything philosophical, anything like why do we do what we do, really, I guess, basic things but also like things we don't usually think about. That's a good answer. Alright. Who, um, who do you think is someone from our stars that I should... I should bring on the show. I would say, let's bring on Philip Winkle. Hey, all right, Mr. Winkle. Okay. And is there anything uh, I should make sure to ask him? Oh yeah, when he comes on, definitely. All right. Definitely, you should ask Philip how many eggs is too many eggs. How many eggs is too many eggs? Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I will make sure to ask him that when I end up wrangling him on the show mm -hmm. so well thanks for coming to visit and thanks for sitting down to talk with us and uh appreciate you giving you some of your time thanks for having me all right signing off bye bye <laughs>